Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Why? Oh, I standard. Like Pavlovian. I feel like I've got a Pavlovian response to that 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 sting now, where I start yawning as soon as it starts playing. Really? I don't know what that is. Maybe the following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Maybe, maybe it's, it's just owl. Joel's voice that does it for me. <laughs> it's Joel talking. <laughs> mm. um, but there we go. Here we are. It's Tuesday. It's Bill Tuesday. Obviously, much much a bill about nothing later. That doesn't make any Whoa, sense. Wow, I love that though. Just yeah. waking up, don't you worry? Yeah, that's great. Um, we're recording this on Monday, as as is our as is a sort of a well, our sort of necessity, really, because yeah. we can't time travel or do live podcasts or anything. But um, yeah. I was just reading up on the old Global Citizen What's a Majiggy podcast um, what, concert. One on World Together at Home, Dave. It wasn't called the Global Citizen Watch and call it Thingy Majiggy. That is not. You can't hashtag that. It's called One World Together at Home. Did you watch it? Absolutely not. No. Cool, good. End of conversation. Yeah, I'll tell you what I did do, right? I went on to uh, my friend and your friend, Twitter, and uh, there's a something of a viral sensation, which is Elton John. So Elton John at home, uh, bearing in mind his home is substantial, so he's sitting outside with his enormous piano in his enormous yeah. grounds, and he... Uh, he sings I'm Still Standing. I've got a clip of it, and by clip of it, I mean pretty much the whole thing. Do you want to have a quick listen? Should we play a little bit of it? Yeah, yeah, go So on. this is Elton John. So here we go. He's really oh, he's hammering away on those keys there. It's quite ploddy, isn't it, so far, don't you think? Yeah. Here he comes. You can never know what it's like. Your blood like when it freezes just like ice. That the cold will only light to shine from you. You wind up like the wreck you hide behind that mask you use. Did the things Are you hearing Vic Reeves club singer? Me, I'm a coming back. I got, got a taste of love and a simple You need to know I'm still standing. You just fade away. Okay. Deal. Yeah. Stop there. Yeah. I mean, you said that on John, but what you appear to have done is a, as a clip of Vic Greaves from Shooting Stars. I know. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Well, also, well, you got the keys there, Dave. Give us a sense of just how much you've really got to bang away on the piano. He's obviously got a lot of. <laughs> He's very cross, isn't he? That's David weird, Furnish must it? be terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh... Oh, that's incredible. That is incredible. There's been some... Have you seen the Rolling Stones um, doing You Can't Always Get What You Want no, from home? No, but I can imagine it's what? It's, it's sort of... I mean, no, no, no. They can, they, it's fine. I mean, it's still Mick Jagger just singing, isn't it? Which is 
it's never been sort of a, a musical polished performance, but uh, it's not that good. <laughs> it's Does weird. He... I watched it really wanting to, it to be brilliant. And they're all sort of, sort of in time, but not yeah. quite in time. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. feels like four students having a go at it before they've really ever rehearsed together. It's tricky. It's, a lot it's of tricky. people going, this is amazing. This is so great. Yeah. And I just think we've talked about this before. I feel like the standard of what we accept as content at the moment is much lower <laughs> than what we would previously have. Yeah. And, and what's happened there is Elton John has, you know, he had Candle in the Wind, which was a national moment when Diana died in 1997. And he's now released this song as, a, as an international moment for this uh, pandemic. And the song is now, it's been retitled Am Till Danding. That is the name of the song. <laughs> you have listened to this, here. There you go. Whoa. Oh my. <laughs> That's like, by oh. the end, he's completely crazy. <laughs> he's also not playing any of the right notes on the piano in that bit. There's none of I've got one of the bits. Hang on. Look like a tooth of lava. Looking like a tooth bus driver. Was that, mate? <laughs> Look like a tooth of lava. It's really bizarre, isn't it? Why has he decided not to use any letters that aren't vowels? I don't know. It's brilliant. <laughs> Very weird. He's obviously doing the Welsh version. It's interesting, I'd say. Very interesting. But there you go. Hey, it's all free, isn't it? Everyone's providing the stuff for free. Exactly. Everyone's being lovely and and giving the stuff for free and raising money for the NHS. That's what they did. So, Dave, who are you and I to mock this, mate? Come on. Absolute idiots. That's who we are. We are giving 0% of the profits from this show to the NHS. Well, in many ways, Tom, we're giving 100% of the profits to the show. We're also simultaneously giving 100% of the profits to the NHS. (laughs) You know, it's hard to say say, uh, who's the real villain here. Both winning and losing at the same time. That's what we do on this podcast. The thing I noticed about the One World Together at Home concert, which whose branding I've now completely got on down pat, you'd be sure. pleased to know, <laughs> is it's the, it seems to be the latest in the saga of the Piers Morgan evil to good story. Have you noticed uh, this continuing? No. What I did, I have blocked him. He's fully. He's one of the own. No, 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 no. He's one of the only people on my Twitter. There's like two people, three people. Katie Hopkins is one of them. And uh, Piers Morgan, I've fully blocked anything to do with them. I can't see any no, of their No, he's business. fully done like um, a WWE wrestler going from uh, heel to, to baby face. He's, he's done a proper uh, plot twist turn where all he's doing at the moment is is slagging off the government and slagging off everybody that he's all his mates and and now he's done an apology to Lady Gaga because I think maybe during the Bad Pierce time he said this concert was a basically a big old waste of time and he's now tweeting an apology to Lady Gaga saying what a great initiative was what helped save lives blah 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 congratulations he's it, it's really really fascinating to watch what how yeah why yeah, yeah. it's just it's like a giant it's like he's got a new PR person who's gone, Piers, have you thought about maybe yeah. if you weren't a massive <laughs> cunt, uh, might, maybe people would I, uh, like you, know, you more? I think that he's realised that in the, bad, in, in the normal times, oh God, I call them the bad times then, it, when normal life is happening, which is technically mm. not the bad times, um, I think he's realised that the, 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 the cunt dollar is, is high. You know what I mean? You can make a lot of money mm. from being an asshole. But I think at the moment, maybe he's twigged the, the, the value. That's all he's doing. He is on, he's just, a, a, he's on the Twitter stock exchange, Dave, and he's, he's investing hard. He's gone from a, a bull economy to being, you know, a, a, a snowflake economy. That's what he's done. It's just a choice and he'll flip back. Yeah, well, I mean, this is the thing. This is the interesting thing to see whether he does flip back or not. And, and 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 what's going on with that? But yeah, the, the, I think the real test is going to be. Uh, I saw someone tweeting about you know the, have you seen the Harry and Meghan wrote to the tabloids and said yeah 
you're all off, lads. I'm not, I'm not interested in you anymore. Yeah. And it'd be interesting to see how Piers Morgan reacts to that because if he doesn't jump on that, because he goes for them, doesn't he? He absolutely goes for them. But he goes he for them not jump on the- in a calculated way, doesn't he? Because he knows exactly where Britain, Middle Britain, Middle England's tabloid mm. G-spot is and he just whoop, pops that in there, wiggles it around and he makes all those people go crazy. Now, if he, re- if he resists the G-spot of Middle England, then that will be that will be breaking new ground for Piers Morgan. Watch oh. this space, everybody. And by watch this space, I mean you're already 24 hours ahead of us because of the way we <laughs> yeah. do this podcast. So doing topical stuff is at best risky and at worst just like talking about yesterday. Yeah, I'd hesitate to call this stuff, to be honest, Dave. Um, anyway, Dave Cripp, how are you? How was your Domino's <laughs> pizza that you were ordering during yesterday's recording? Which, for avid fans of the show, just go back and have a listen to the bit where Dave goes silent for about three or four minutes and it's just me and Helen Monk's talking. Uh, it turns out yeah. afterwards that's when Dave was ordering a Domino's. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I did yesterday, and I'm not proud of it, Tom, uh, and by not proud, I mean I am absolutely proud. <laughs> I ordered a pizza and a Chinese because I couldn't decide which one I wanted. Yeah. So uh, yesterday's hangover was sponsored by salt and mm. sugar. Wow. And it was great. And I have no regrets apart from sort of physical and well-being regrets this morning. That's okay, mate. That's okay. Do do some exercise. Do um do a bit of Joe Wicks or something like that. Take, you know what I mean? Got a PT session booked in later, mate. I know what I'm doing. Ah, oh, you're doing your virtual, you're doing a Zoom PT. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll burn that off in an hour. Zoom PT. Hour, no, yeah. you really takes more than an hour. Zoom PT is a thing, isn't it? That's what everyone's going to be doing. There's Zoom therapy as well, Dave. Not that I'm saying you need that. I don't know why. Sorry, don't take any offence. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You should talk to someone. <laughs> this is Zoom therapy. Chinese and a pizza at the same time. The Zoom therapy. <laughs> um, we had a big Zoom call last night. Had a big Zoom call last night for someone's birthday. And she didn't do it till 9pm, mate. Oh, really? Too late for you? It was a little happy birthday. From me. It was... Yeah, it was. That's when I really come into my own nine pm. I know, mate. Well, this this is why you and I, you know, we run a company together, and it's a twenty four hour company. Because I got up yesterday morning at five twenty. That's when my, my youngest son uh, came and woke us up and went to bed. Yeah, oh, late. I was I wasn't in bed until ten thirty last night. Yeah, and that's when I was just getting up. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. But I, I discovered there's a new thing that's happening, and there's there's sort of Zoom etiquette beginning, which is people are a bit ruder when they're on zoom they can be a bit more harsh in their judgment and i'll tell you what i'm talking about dave i got a from two people on this zoom there were a lot of i think there were 12 people on the zoom tom what's uh what's going on with the beard with that and if there's ever an insult in in saying that looks shit it's what's going on with do you know what i mean so if, if you right. say if you say to elton john what's going on with the piano, piano playing you're not saying genuinely what is happening with your piano playing what you're saying is it's shit yeah. and they all join in a chorus of them going yeah what is going on with your beard and I, I, you know, I just got sort of slightly, um, just sort of zoom. I had a bit of a zoom sulk. Did you? I just stopped. I thought, well, fuck you guys. I'm quite proud of my beard. You know, I'm. It's it's big. It's ginger. It's out there. But the, the sort of implication was that I'm letting myself go, and I probably don't. The other thing they suggested was that it looks like I don't wash, and I think that's a terrible. You know, like, like some sort of, I don't know what really, like, like a tramp or something. As if as if as if somehow the two are associated. I was, you know, it was very upsetting actually, Dave. I'm sorry, mate. Thanks, that seems terrible for you. I thought you might have more sympathy because you've got a, a massive beard, which I've always, you know. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't, without seeing your beard, I can't really pass judgment is the problem because I don't know how. It's, how yeah, it's I tell you what's really. happening. I tell you what's happening. And this is the comments on, because I tweeted a picture of it yesterday for something. And uh, it's this, the bottom of it's just, is actually almost joining up with the chest hair. And the, the back hair is coming up and meeting the back of the neck and it's coming around the sides of the neck. So it is very much the sort of like moss on a rock, but ginger. Mm at the moment right I see so okay. no it is grotesque 
It is grotesque. But people, Fine, but my so point, yeah, yeah, they're right. My point is that on Zoom, that. people feel they can say, you look like you stink. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that is tricky. I feel like I look like I stink all the time, to be fair, on Zoom. So <laughs> uh, I do have sympathy with you for that because yeah. it is, I, I, I do remember to have a shower once every two or three days at the moment, but I really have to try and remember. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. there's just sort of nothing doing, isn't there? It's quite nice. I like a shower there because you're like, oh, I've got something to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I might treat myself to some activity. 2 p.m. Yeah, shower. Exactly, exactly. Uh, right, Dave, should we, should we crack on? Are you ready for some guestage? Yes, please. Here we go then. Face those Twitter notifications? Forgot to watch anything but Netflix? Dreading the video conference small talk at nine? You need a new vitamin, you know. You need the Smart 7. It's a brand new daily podcast that puts your brain into gear. Everything you need to know in less than seven minutes. You need the Smarts? Hey, we got the Smarts. The Smart 7, every weekday at 7 a.m. Available right now on Spotify and all the usual places. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So it's the Bill Tuesday, isn't it? Yes, um, it is. And before we get traditional Cornelius out... Tradition, as he's known. Yeah. Yes, as he's, as he's known. That's his uh, folk singer name. Um, we, we've got more, more Bill content than you could shake a stick at because uh, we alluded to this stay, on Friday. Stay, shake episode. a truncheon at, please, Dave. Thank you. Shake a truncheon at... Um, on Friday's episode, we talked about how uh, Jason Hazley from Rule of Three here at Great Big Al, uh, has dug out... An old artefact. Uh, he's here to tell us all about it. Jason, good day to you. Good day to you. I was just rummaging and I found this book. I'm really not sure why I got it. it I appear to have paid one pound for it from oh, a yes. shop called Roland's. <laughs> um, and the book is called The Bill, the inside story of British television's most successful police series. Oh. It's by Tony Lynch, who you will know as the co-author of Striker with Gary Lineker. Mm, yeah. Um, mm. And Dickens's England, A Traveller's Companion. So very much in his in his wheelhouse. Mm. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're on the Antiques Roadshow and we, we've come to an expert to value our Bill book. This is great. Listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not an expert. We'll pretend to be. Come on, t- this, take us through. But this book is. Yes. And boy, it's got everything. Boy, I, does this book give you some fucking inside story. Here's the names you need to know. The names are Karen England mm-hmm. and Paul Page Hansen, okay, who right. are the owners of the feet in the title sequence. Oh, oh, Jason. Karen England and what? 
Paul Page Hansen. And are they actors or are they just are they just feet professionals? Actress Karen England has put her best foot forward as the female officer in all three versions of the title sequence. Wow. So yes, they're both. Actors. It's interesting, isn't it, that they've reshot the title sequence twice and still was so attached to the way her feet looked or the way she walked or that they got her back in specifically. Fuck. Hey, uh, listen. So I'm looking up I'm looking up Karen England's uh, IMDb page now, guys, right? So she's appeared on uh in Doctor Who in the episode Time and the Rani part 4 in 1987 as Jenny uh, and then that's in 1987 she doesn't then come on TV uh, oh no hang on that's 1987 and then from 1991 to 1999 she plays PC Dobby slash WPC Taylor in The Bill yeah. She graduated from the title sequence so, to right. the bit between the title sequences. Right. So you can imagine Karen throwing her weight around a bit, probably getting rightly getting a bit like, listen, guys, I'm iconic in the bill. Is, it, is there no chance I could get, all right, fine. Eventually, 1991 comes along and she plays WPC Taylor in the episode called Favours. Then she comes back in 1999, eight years later. So presumably as a different character, unless her character's remarried, as PC Dobby. Wow. A real deep cut there for fans of the title sequence, isn't it? Do you reckon there are people there going, hang on, I know those feet. Is that... That can't that can't be. Karen! When she pops up as a real character. Yeah. Okay, so listen, that. lads, if you thought that was good, wait until you hear the Bill's origin story. Oh, this please. Is fucking sensational. Hang on, hang on. Guys, surely we should get Cornelius in for this, Dave, because this, for Cornelius, this will be like attending church hearing this. <laughs> yes. All right, let me get him in. Hold that thought, Jason. We'll take a pause. Okay. <laughs> I know what it is. He's lost his tongue. <laughs> Morning, Con. Morning, everyone. Hi, Cornelius. Hi. Here he is. Um, Jason was just saying uh, the origin story to the bill is, is quite exceptional. So, uh, Jason, take it away. Okay, so as you know, the bill was created by Jeff McQueen, mm. who until that point had been exporting flat-packed English pubs to continental holiday resorts. What? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and what happened was he decided he wanted to write. I'm going to read you now from the book The Bill by Tony Lynch. Lovely. After much trial and error, Jeff came up with a one-off police drama entitled Till His Eyes Watered. (laughs) Which contained, which contained a particularly ingenious ending involving murder by toilet paper impregnated with botulism. <laughs> a literal what? twist in the tale. He posted a copy of the script to the BBC script unit at Television Centre and then returned to his part-time work. Two months later, he received a glowing response from Jack Henderson, the head of the script unit. Even though the script was far too long in television terms, Henderson was nevertheless bowled over by the quality of its dialogue. Wow. <laughs> Murder by toilet paper, guys. That's how the bill started. Triple velvet oh, botulism. topical. Fuck, that's incredible. Isn't it? Um, Sun Hill is named after the road Sun Hill in Royston, where Jeff lived. Oh, that's lovely. What a fitting See? tribute. You can have a look at that on uh, Google, uh, whatever it's called, Street View. Google Street View, yeah. See where yeah. Uh, see Sun Hill, the original Sun Hill. Oh, yeah, there you go. Some lovely trivia there, isn't yeah. it? Have you read the whole book then since finding it? God, no. Um, I've, I've dipped in and out. The, at the back of it, it, it ends with two sections. One tells you the story so far. 
1984 right. to 91, and it literally does tell you the story so far. So, for instance, February 1986, a five-a-side football match is organised during Community Fortnight, with Sun Hill taking on the local youth club. Martella, who is in goal, takes some flack when they lose 5-2. <laughs> Whoa, they hadn't nailed the sort of procedural element of it by then, had they? Just... No, not really. It's all, it's all good, uh, diligent research. Mm. Well, this brings us nicely to this week's episode of The Bill, I guess. How many have you watched this week? Uh, just the one. It got back on form, okay. which is good. Great. After last week, we watched the worst episode of The Bill in, in history, apparently. Yeah. Um, all right, over to you, Cornelius. Hang on one sec, Dave. Before we start, can I just ask a question? Are we going to play The Bill Bingo again? Great idea. Jason can join in as well. Jason, do you, want to, do you want to play The Bill Bingo with us? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. So what you've got to do, um, you've got to write three words which you think will appear in Con's description of this episode of The Bill, right? Write them down on a piece of paper now. Uh, and every time you get one of the words, you have to shout line... And then when you get all three, you shout house. Okay. Got it. All right. Got it. So just take a moment. I'm writing down mine. I'm not going to go for HIV this week because that was last week's triumph. Got mine. Everyone ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to play the Bill Bingo. We've written down the words. Con, it's over to you. Take us on a journey into Sunhill. Okay, season 19, episode 8 begins with Tony Stamp and a young female <sighs> copper uh, called to a distressed man claiming someone has been killed. There's uh, So they go to this house and there's blood all over the walls and a lady scrubbing it off. But she's really quite relaxed. She says her son, Benny, uh, called them. He's 44 and is a special son, leading to some of the most offensive action I've ever seen. Oh, no. And a really dodgy haircut to top it off as well. Uh, He refuses to let them into his room, but in the end he does. PC Stamp suspects that something is wrong as the lady has scratches and bruises. Um, They're really cool about the whole blood on the wall thing, which this lady is just scrubbing off and do not ask any follow-up questions. (laughs) as to why there is smears of like proper horror film stuff they're just like what what's happened she went oh he's always calling the police and she's just scrubbing blood off the garden wall (laughs) goodness Taverner, which is a classic Bill surname, is pushing the case about <laughs> his judge, Judge Sinclair, from the last episode, Dodgy Judge, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to DCI Meadows, who's oh, his friend, line, 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 DCI, DCI. Oh, uh, yeah, DCI Meadows still ain't having it and has shouts at Taverner and sends him to Inspector Gold for a scolding. But Inspector Gold's like, well, sometimes Meadows makes mistakes. Can you secretly investigate this without Meadows knowing? Right. Meanwhile, Meadows goes to Mickey Webb and says, look, this thing's come up. Can you just investigate it? It's clear, my friend. So we've now got two coppers independently investigating Judge Sinclair. Wow. Okay. Mm. Um, there's Good also, attempt to, uh, to shield a yawn there, Dave. Totally heard that yawn. Carry on. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, continue. Uh, there's some job job positions available. There's a, a job at um, CID going. Uh, so that's one of the major plots. Uh, Kathy wants it. Kathy's the one who's pretending she has HIV. Uh, she says she was she deserves it because she was an inspector in the Hong Kong police, uh, but I just don't believe that either. Uh, <laughs> Taverner is in a car with his partner. A call comes through for a domestic, but he doesn't take it despite his partner saying, "Well, it's quite close." But he replies, "Sorry, I don't do domestics." What? Whoa. What is that? How the police works? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I, I don't do domestics. <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a mugging kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Got any swords? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, instead, he goes to the victim of the case of the last uh, episode uh, to try and get some dirt on Judge Sinclair, who gives the name of this bloke. So they then go to this bloke who lives in a caravan and is a drunk racist man who mm. refused to talk to the young black copper, uh, the female one. Uh, and she says that she could lock him up for it, but I don't think she can. I'm not sure what law he broke other than just being generally unpleasant. Mm. Uh, anyway, um, this guy, turns out he was once set up by Inverdale. We know Inverdale's a baddie who's colluding with Judge Sinclair oh, yeah. from the last episode. John Inverdale. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> turns he looks, out- like, um, looks like, what's his name, Spe- the Speaker Burko. No, that's oh. someone else. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you can see the that, confusing that's picture copper. that's being painted in our minds, can't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it turns out this racist guy was once set up by Inverdale uh, in a court case and even his defence lawyer was involved none other than Judge Sinclair who was a defence lawyer before that Uh, Kennedy then does some racism but he might just be the key to (laughs) high profile corruption that's what Tavener says Sergeant June Atkins. Yeah, my, here she is. Sergeant, oh. Sergeant. Oh, just Sergeant. The Sergeant. Yeah, sergeant. <laughs> yeah. Are you a DCI, mate? <laughs> yeah, to be fair. Uh, sergeant June Atland is offended by being to go asked to go on a management course, but uh, Inspector Gold says she's also going, and she thought they could go as two women friends. Uh, Gold asks if Atland and her boyfriend, Jim Carver, are going to get engaged because... Do you remember when we first started this, there was a wedding between two coppers? Yes. Well, we no. found out that they're returning from their honeymoon next week. Oh. Uh, uh, Carver says he's happy where they are and doesn't fancy a marriage. Uh, the guy who slept with the HIV liar lady, uh, Brandon, his name is, I've learnt now, it's time for her to... T- he says it's time for her to tell the station about being HIV positive, which, of course, we know she's not. The Sinclair case moves along nicely for both of the investigations. You know, they both sort of get some evidence. Yeah. Uh, Gold says it's time to hand it to CID and she'll have to convince Meadows, uh, even though he's already invested. It's confusing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. That bit's confusing. And Jim yeah. Carver. <laughs> uh, they're, of course, working on the community and family safety unit. They go back to the ladies' house where Benny is. Uh, Benny is apparently at the shops. She asks about the bruises on her arms and she says she works at fruit and vegetable lifting crates. So that's what explains the bruises. Still no questions about the blood. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. you've got a little bruise on your arm there, but yeah. uh, that blood seems fine. <laughs> they are not um, Poirot, are they? No, they go outside and realise that this lady is a bit of a drinker. Um, and there was a similar case recently, according to Ackland, which sounds too similar. <laughs> where the son was beating the mum uh, but she lied about it because she didn't want to lose him um, as they are discussing this outside the house the curtains go it turns out Benny is in oh. and then we meet a really weird neighbour who is a, <laughs> the acting's weird and apparently she's got the gift of uh, being a psychic oh great <laughs> she's got like that wow oh, hey voice <laughs> this is really is great. she like the little old addition. woman in poltergeist oh, uh, brilliantly there's scenes with her and just benny as well so it's just oh two terrible actors in our oh, it's really <laughs> great 
DCI Meadows flirts with his crumpet, Debbie. Uh, she asks about the divorce. She uh, touches his knee and laughs at the idea that Meadows has a thing for her. Meadows is like, oh, yeah, ridiculous. Uh, the weird neighbour calls the police again about Benny. There's been some smashing in the house. The mum is missing. Benny has blood on his hands, oh, no. which they don't ask about. Oh, God. <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. This is police school Are these school guys colourblind? They can't see red. <laughs> they ask um, where she is because uh, Vera, uh, the neighbour says Vera would never go out without her bag or coat. Uh, Inspector Gold goes to see Meadows to talk about the um, judge and care case, but they end up just arguing about his divorce and Gold tells him to go, oh, go stew in your own juice. Wow. Uh, that's my favourite line oh, I don't know why DC writing. Webb goes to see the caravan racist uh, but he's already been seen by Taverner and he goes I've already been seen by Taverner and Mickey Webb is confused and then goes back to the station to report that Benny um, pushes Tony Stamp over Ooh. because he hears an ambulance and he's scared of them because the last time he saw one uh, his dad was going into it and died uh, Stamp uh, decides to convince Benny to go down to the station as he doesn't want to arrest him. The oh, line, 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 line. Arrest. Ooh, arrest. Are arrest. you kidding me? Yeah, arrest. <laughs> Two down, Might as well just put and. <laughs> 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 the caravan racist turns up at court and confronts Sinclair and goes, oh, the police are after you. Uh, a police offer to arrest him, but Sinclair says, no, ignore him, whatever. Just let's ignore that. Uh, Ackland asks the neighbour with the gift if she can use it to say where the missing lady is. Oh, come on. <laughs> June, you're better than that. Uh, she also reads Ackland's I love the way that she's palm. walking along and there's just there's like blood and organs <laughs> smeared up the wall. We need a psychic. <laughs> there's blood sort of trailing yeah. down to a trap door. And just like a tra- leading a body-shaped blood patch. It's like, I, I, I'm going to need you, Vera. <laughs> <laughs> Instead... Um, uh, uh, the psychic lady uses her gift to read Ackland's palm and she says, oh, your partner who you're working with there, he he's in love with you, and uh, but he doesn't want to get married. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, the HIV cop, who hasn't got HIV, I will remind you, yeah. tells another copper that Brandon threw a cup of coffee, coffee over her because she was washing her coat in the... Uh, toilets that was a lie we saw the coffee being spilled it's just someone barged into her at the hospital this is so bizarre yeah brandon gets the cid job that kathy wanted benny tells calver that his mum has gone to see his daddy in heaven uh. the lady is found at the dad's grave uh. alive. alive alive yeah uh. she's just gone to the grave in her coat Right. Even though the coat was back at. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. So she's That was an back, important part of the plot and then gone back out again. Uh, uh, Brandon and the HIV copper have a huge row in the office and she outs him for humping and dumping her because she's got HIV. Now she's. So basically, this is quite an important moment because now Kathy is telling everyone she's HIV positive. Right. Right. Uh, including June Ackland. Judge, I've got a question yeah. for you. Yeah, is, go on. Is she HIV positive? No, she's not. Okay. Do, do keep us up she's to date lying. with that. Thank you. Okay, cool. Uh, Sinclair, yeah, I'll let you know if anything changes. Thank you, mate. Uh, Sinclair rings Meadows. He's fuming about Taverner. Taverner takes the blame. Uh, Meadows says he's going to report it to the super. We find out what the blood fr- on the walls was eventually. 
Benny got angry about the rabbit and smashed some plates and uh, the mum, Vera, uh, cut herself cleaning up the mess. Okay. Uh, the lady admits she's a drinker and is asked if she ever loses her temper and lashes out. Uh, she is against Benny's being seen by a medical examiner. Uh, she says since it's she says it's Benny's fault that her husband died because he run him ragged and he had a heart attack whilst chasing Benny and climbing over a wall. Mm. She admits oh, that. Lying. Uh, she oh, lying. Oh, what was it? Chasing. Oh, good. Chasing. Oh, oh nice. nice. So she admits that she does hit Benny with a broom handle. Something. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I am laughing at the you reason, laughing. <laughs> the reason she has bruises on her arm is from when he tries to stop her. She said she's had times where she wants to kill him uh, and she's glad the police have intervened. Uh, she takes a caution. Uh, social services get involved, but they say that they will be able to see each other again. Meadows follows Judge Sinclair in his car. He meets with someone who is the spitting image of my sister-in-law's dad. <laughs> Meanwhile... <laughs> is, that what it, is that what it says in the episode description? Weirdly, and what was really confusing is why that happening. Barry Kennedy and my sister-in-law's dad is called Barry. What? But they haven't named the character who looks like him Barry that's a different character oh, Barry Kennedy is the racist caravan drunk right. uh, he's been beaten to a pulp Meadows is told and said he couldn't catch up with Sinclair but we know he followed him because Brandon got moved to CID Taverner is moved to the community and family care unit with Ackland and Carver oh, they're yeah. fuming and he's fuming because he doesn't, he do, doesn't domestics. do domestics. <laughs> yes. Yes, Ackland isn't happy with the move at all and then asked Jim Carver to marry him. Oh, there's a proposal at the end? <laughs> yeah, bang proposal at the end. Oh. Can I just ask a question? Benny's dad, is he alive or is he... No, he's dead. Lime! But he had a heart. Thank you. Fuck's sake. House. And there was nothing involving a giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm continuing my trend of putting the word none on the list because the first four episodes of this series had a very involved none plotline and I'm pretty sure she'll be back one day. Just holding out there, holding out. I'm really holding out. Guys, I've done it again. I didn't see the um, medium coming, I must admit, but... no. This hot off the uh, page 121 of the book, uh, May 1991, this is the storyline section, DC Lines spots a ghost on a bus. He had... (laughs) Yeah, you know, like the police do. He He had arrested the man for fraud five years earlier, but the man had committed suicide. Burnside is concerned that Lines needs some time off when Lines insists on investigating. It transpires that the original suicide was faked. Ah! But before the culprit can be apprehended, he affects a genuine suicide. <laughs> oh, my day. That sounds like a great episode. Oh, yeah, there's a lot going on there, but you've got to feel for the guy, the person whose colleague comes in and goes, I've seen a ghost, I'm going to investigate it. Because yeah. that is not the best way to present that case, is it? You have to bear in mind as well that there's five other plots in that episode yeah. as well going on alongside <laughs> yeah. that. There's at least one nun. Yeah. yeah, one of those plots will be quite far-fetched, probably. <laughs> That's why you wrote Giraffe, Dan. You never know. Just keep writing Giraffe every time you play this, Jason. You never know. I remembered some more Bill trivia yeah. Go on. about uh, Graham Cole, the actor who plays PC Stamp. So I think I've revealed before that he turned on the West Whip and Christmas lights one year. Oh, yeah. So we, have, we also have a side <laughs> photo in our kitchen. Yeah. But uh, I just remembered uh, that for some reason he uh, is heavily involved in the scouts in my local area when growing up and he was at the AGM of the uh, scout district doing what though? 
Just like, as a celebrity? Just atten- no, no, attending as someone who like runs a scout group or something. Oh, I see. So, yeah. That's cool, isn't it? Imagine Tony Stump was, when, was your... Arcala. Arcala's the word I was looking for, yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, we still need to get someone from the bill on, Tom. I, th- I feel that's imperative now. We had Matt Lucas on yesterday. How have we not got someone from the bill on? Like, well, you should get Jeff. You should get Jeff Stewart on. He he strikes me as being absolutely fucking brilliant. I bet he's a great guy to talk to. The guy who actually conceived the bill. You mean who? The, I, I'd rather get him on to talk about flat pack pubs. To be honest. No, that was Jeff McQueen. Jeff Stewart. Jeff Stewart's Reg plays, Hollis. Um, Oh, Reg, Reg Hollis. Hollis. Yes, no, we must. We must. We'll, I mean, Reg Hollis will be the dream, obviously, or Tony Stamp. One of the one of the big hitters. June Ackland, mate, or, or Burnside. Come on, they're all out there. They've got to be. Um, all right, well, well, we'll keep working on it. And if anyone listening um, can think of who we should ask on, if you've got any ideas, then uh, give us a tweet. And you know our Twitter number. It goes like this. Cabin FE83709. Oh, 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 that's our Twitter name. Just touching on the um, the bill coming back onto television, Tom. Yeah, we go live to Cornelius now briefly for his reaction to the news. I thought he'd be overjoyed. Cornelius, tell me your main takeaway from this. It's not good news at all because it's. I reckon this is going to lead to it being taken off YouTube, um, where there are no adverts on it. So people are basically just <laughs> celebrating that now they'll be able to watch some adverts along with the bill. So, <laughs> so I don't see why people are pleased about that. And you'll have to watch it at a certain time and wait for it to come out week by week. We can just binge it advert free mm. on YouTube. The Bishop Phil Bill fan club, uh, as represented by Cornelius in this situation, so it's not technically official or a fan club, but uh, is up in arms about this. Yeah, that's what I'd say. So that's <laughs> real mixed news. I just think in these troubled times, we need that one thing to stay the same. The bill. <laughs> and it's not. We need the one constant, and that is that the bill is available on YouTube advert-free. <laughs> the world turned upside down. Do you know what else is on YouTube uh, advert-free? Old episodes of Crime Watch. Ooh, oh, no. oh! I sense a new feature once oh. the bill runs out, but no, that's not no. going to be for twenty-five yeah. years. So slightly don't risky, slightly risky to talk about this. Yeah, because it's real crimes. Way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also the good thing is, is you get to Google whether anyone got convicted for them, and you can see that not many people, uh, not enough snitches, watched Crime Watch. Basically, <laughs> 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 uh, not very many of their crimes got solved. Wow! <laughs> All right, Jason Hazley, thank you very much for coming on uh, the Bill special and uh, most importantly for bringing your Bill Bible with you. It's much appreciated and uh, if you want to come back anytime The Buy Bill. The Buy Bill, good. Um, Then uh, please do. Yeah, I will. Thanks for having me, lads. Alright, it's a pleasure. Goodbye, Jason Hayley. Thank you. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Cornelius, as well. We'll see you next week as well. Nice one. See you later. And we'll be back tomorrow for Wednesday. Wednesday, It's going to be brilliant. Can't wait. Thanks for coming. See you tomorrow. Lots of love. Cabin FE A three seven oh nine. Bye. Oh, oh, oh Cabin FE A three seven oh nine. Oh 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 Cabin FE A three seven oh nine. Oh 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 that's our Twitter name. Great big Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.